Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. so much for joining us. We're trying this live over at youtube.com slash fireteamchat today. So if there are any technical issues, it's all Steven's fault. Anyway, joining me today in the studio is Steven Rue. What's up? Brian Malkowitz. Hey. And I'm your host, Destin Gary. Thank you so much for joining us. Because this is live, if you have any questions, let us know them live in chat or leave a comment on this week's episode. On today's show, we're going to be discussing... The TWAB updates and how they're going to impact the overall game. We're going to talk about what happened with Xur this week, mm-hmm. the quest re- related to him. And we're also going to talk about Iron Banner and what we think of the new negative power leveling. Let's start there. Did you get a chance to do Iron Banner? You did not, right? I did not. So I was worried that this would be a really difficult quest line where you have to get the, the fusion or whatever, right? The wise and rebuke. Yeah. The wise and rebuke. Yep. So a few problems with the Iron Banner uh, negative power increase. First of all, uh, you can still one-hit with Jotun. So I just want to run around Jotuning. Uh, <laughs> I used the 30-minute boon. I got about 27 kills. I did it on stream last night. Okay. It, it went pretty easily, pretty okay. smoothly. And for those asking, yes, I forgot to say, CJ is out taking care of his family, doing some family stuff. So that is obviously the most important thing. Or maybe he's just getting his wizened. Who knows? Uh, the problem with Probably the wizened is the role's not terribly interesting. Your yeah. actual your year one wizened is great, and this one is eh. It has like demolitionist on it, I believe. So I it's can't, not worth it. It's yeah. not really worth it. But mm-hmm. to actually acquire it, it doesn't seem like it's that difficult. And also the bounties this week are tremendously easy. So I was doing the negative power climb mm-hmm. up. Killing people like way leveled over me. I got 27 kills there. I also did a vast majority of the how, progress how of the quest. Was your, how was low? It dropped it down by 100? Right? So I, I'm like 680 with the loadout that I like. It dropped right. me down to 580. And you're still getting one hit kills with Jotun? Jotun still one hits. Wow. Jotun. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Jotun or is it Jotun? Jotun. Uh, I still call it Jotun. I, like, I still like Iron Banner. <laughs> I, I don't particularly like the armor. I got almost all the armor in five games. <laughs> I'm just ready wow. for so an that armor. I'm just ready for an armor design refresh. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the year one armor. Yeah, I know it was great in year one. And D one like now, now D one was just, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready for it to. No. Of all time, what is your favorite Iron Banner set? Can you remember? I remember I, mine. Easy. Destiny one, the second set that was available, was the coolest looking. The first set looked a lot. You looked a lot like the Iron Lord. <clears throat> for me, it was uh, Destiny one, the PlayStation exclusive set. Oh, what was that? Boo. Also, boo. Also, <laughs> I can't. I don't know how to describe it, but it was so cool. Wait, which which? I mean, in class specifically, all of them, dude. They all looked cool. What? You, what Let's dude. Google it. What? When was the um, the hunter cloak that had the uh, the wolf on it? 
The wolf. Okay, so to refresh everybody's memory, the hunter. That looks. The so hunter cool. had that like the cool. the chain on his neck. He had the cape. It looked Iron Banner themed. The warlock had the spiky helmet. The mohawk. The mohawk. That's right. The titan. And yeah, and the, the titan. The titan had like the slicey edges and everything. That was the PlayStation exclusive set. Man, refreshing. That had that like night look with like the big yeah, helmet man, there. That so looks sweet. so sick. Yeah, that's the Destiny Two Samurai set, which I actually like. Right, there was an Iron Banner set where the hunters had a cloak that, like, when they put it on, they had like a wolf. I think that was like wolf year. Thing. That was Destiny One. Yeah, what, what, was that year, year two? Year two, I think. Yeah, it was year two because I remember when they were marketing uh, uh, Taken King. There was a shot of the wolf cloak. Right, was right. like, oh, dude, there's a wolf yeah. cloak. That, this is the set. This is the main set. It was either year one or year that two. That was year one. I mm-hmm. did not like that set. The really? Warlock Helm is not my favorite. I, I do not like that set at all. There's the one you were talking about. For everybody watching, that, sorry, you can't see any of these. I, sorry, yeah. I, I think that came out around the time that Iron – Iron. what was it called? The last DLC with Rise the – Rise of Iron. Rise of Iron, yes. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Your iron <Yeah>. is rising. <laughs> um, so I like that yes. a lot. Overall – there's not too much to say this week. It's a really, really light week on news. Yeah. But for the Iron well, Banner stuff. There's some decent stuff, though, with, like. There's some stuff that I'm going to rant about a little bit. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'll, let get, I'll let you get there. Uh, so for the Iron Banner, uh, it's fine. It's This is it's, fine. It's fine. Everything it's fine. is fine. I've been doing the battle, uh, mm-hmm. Battlefield Firestorm review, so I didn't have a chance. You're doing to the review for that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wow. Congrats. That's your first review at IGN, right? It is right? my first yeah. review. Cool. You did it. Good job. Haven't let's, done it yet. Let's right. see. Let's see how the writing part goes. <laughs> Check that out from Stephen later. Okay, so let's talk. Will. Let's talk about some of the updates. You wanted to talk about the drop rates with one thousand voices. So, so here's the quote about drop rates for that particular exotic, and you can yeah, 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 no, look no. up the the quote in general. This exotic will continue to be rare among players, but we've tuned the drop weights to give slightly better chances than what are currently available. That literally means nothing. This explanation of how they've tweaked the drop rates isn't good enough and that really really drives me crazy they just made rng less rng is what they're saying the exotic will continue to be rare among players cool so you didn't change anything there but we've tuned the drop weights i don't know what that means what drop weights are there drop weights (laughs) is this actually a thing in the game all right we've tuned the drop weights to give slightly better chances than what are currently available type rates just, I've never heard drop weights used in Destiny 2. I don't know. Maybe. Well, drop weights <laughs> for the, the final chest or something? I yeah, thought... but, I mean, it only drops <laughs> there. So, like, it's like, is it weighted to, like, when they mean weighted, like, what is that? Where are they weighing? Yeah. No one <laughs> will ever know. That's kind of what I thought, too. I was just really confused by the, the statement and how they phrased it. And you were talking about cosmetics. Yeah, the Dreaming City cosmetics. Yeah. It's in the same. Yeah. Yeah, drop yeah. rates for Ghost Ship and Sparrow. Have been doubled, tripled, or more for their respective activities. Thank God. Thank Same God. with Last Wish. But the, the the most annoying part about this and thing is great. It's a great update, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But the full curse week is next week, and this update isn't ready for that. So we have to wait another oh, three weeks. Really? Oh, no. Yeah, we have to wait another three weeks before this takes effect. Oh, that's the only no. cosmetic I need to get Curse Breaker. The only mm-hmm. thing I need for Curse Breaker. Which one? The ghost? The ghost. No, the ship. The ship. The ship that only drops. I from need the raid. Ghost and Raid Sparrow for uh, Riven's Bane. That's yeah. all I need. <laughs> and I think I've But you can grind that out every week. Yeah, that's true. With you know Shattered Throne, Shattered I have to wait four weeks what in ti- order to for that boost to yeah. like to happen. So hopefully I mean my luck is I'm gonna get it this week. What title are you chasing? Curse Breaker. Curse Breaker. Are you chasing any titles still? Uh, I mean I really wanted Riven's Bane, but I was just like fed up with the 
Ghost and the Sparrow, so I just gave up on that. So which which raid do you need the Ghost and the Sparrow from? Last Wish. Oh, well, it's getting tripled pretty soon. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Or more. Yeah, what does that mean anyway? <laughs> I think or more. So I'm, I'm assuming like or their with, at, at least with Shattered Throne, I'm, I'm going to assume that the ship is tripled just because you get it. You can only have a chance once per three weeks. Once mm-hmm. per month, yeah. Yeah, once per month. I mean, I imagine that's what they mean. But I don't know what they mean for like the raids and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not sure either. I, I don't yeah. know what that means. I think they were too vague with their their phrasing for some of these. Uh, but, I mean, that's good. If you're chasing those titles and there's not a lot going on in Destiny right now, then now you have something to chase. Here is a big positive, though. Ada 1 will now have all oh, yeah. frames going forward. You want to chase that blast furnace. You want to chase that heavy machine gun. Hammerhead. Mm-hmm. Hammerhead. Like Get your head. god roll. Hammy head, Hammy head. I've been saying, as Brian calls it. I've been saying she should have she should have done that after we had access to all the weapons. So like I think it was week four. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in that. No. Yeah, after week four, after mm-hmm. we had a chance at the all the weapons once, I I well, felt like once she should have done once that. Once the final forge opened, yeah, we were able to you take any frame there. Yeah, because the whole point of the forge and the thing I like about the forge is you can grind the specific weapon you want. So. Mm-hmm. You should have been able to choose instead of having yeah. to wait every week. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a cool um, that's a cool one. I still need a, I still need a God roll LMG. I like that because I've been wanted to chase um, my blast furnace for a long time. Oh yeah, blast! So. I need to kill clip outlaw one. Yep, that's oh, that's the role I never got. Furnace. What did you know? Brian got uh, a a God roll like the outlaw first day kill or something. It was outlaw. It was, uh, no, it was, it was oh, feeding frenzy. It was feeding frenzy rampage. rampage. I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize it. And that was the roll because I had two of them, and so I was trying to. I wanted to delete the one I didn't want. It deleted the I wrong deleted, one. I deleted the uh, feeding frenzy. I got it back though after like another ten hours of grinding for it. But <laughs> and then I immediately master worked it, and then I locked it, and I was like, never again. <laughs> Oh man! While they're uh, while they're fixing Ada, maybe they can make it so you don't need to go back to her before you can actually go get the gun. That'll that would be happen. nice. That'll never happen. That's by design. I, they want you to go back to the tower. How many times have you accidentally rerun that? Like done a forge, thinking you're going to get the weapon. I did it one time. Wait, what? To what? You've accidentally so, like, done a forge. I forgot to go back to Ada, oh, and I was like, oh I don't think no. I've ever done that. Oh no, I don't yeah. think I've ever done that. Well, whatever. <laughs> that's, a, that's a you problem. Yeah, that's a me problem for sure. But uh, it's just it's a little silly thing that I hope they would fix. Uh, no more strike redundancy. They're going to be looking at strikes, making sure that strikes are rotating. Yeah, necessary because the corrupted was gone for like for the this rifle. week. The corrupted is available for forsaken owners to complete. If this is the last check mark you need to you need for the Dreaming City seal, make sure you head to the Dreaming City. Before the weekly reset. Moving forward, we'll put effort into preventing streaks where specific nightfalls appear multiple weeks in a row or don't appear at all for months. And we'll be making sure your experience tackling strikes associated with seals isn't feast or famine. Which is good. So yeah. they're going to rotate the strikes. Great change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. But another, another thing that Bungie has added to Destiny that's like almost kind of like too late. Not too late, obviously. You can grind it out whenever you want, but I feel like they have would have been nice earlier. I feel like they, I feel like they have this trend of like addressing those types of things after most people have already gotten through it, after they've done yeah, the grind true. so many times. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, now we're gonna now we're gonna listen to the grind. Like another example is with the with the power surge bounties. Yeah, starting in things like why? very very true. They, they yeah. do that very they often where they just yeah, kind of address, address it later. Way yeah. late. I 100 percent agree. 
This week at Zur, Stephen completed the oh, bounty. Yeah. Stephen. That, that was cool. So give us a little rundown. Spoiler warning yep, for spoiler, three minutes. Spoiler warning if you don't want to know about the Zur bounty or you haven't done it yet, tune out right now. I'm going to now talk about it right now. <laughs> go. Okay, so you do the Zur bounty, you go into uh whatever that's called the world of the nine, and the emissary is talking to the nine. And there's a very big, like, cloud figure. It, it of wasn't the, really a cloud. It was. Was it? Was it a it statue? Like it, it looked like. No, it's, it looked like a statue. It was a statue of Marasov. Made out of clouds. Made out Are of clouds. <laughs> I don't know. It, what was it, it looked de- like. It was cloud. a very defined cloud. And, and she's she's off in the distance. You can clearly see it's her. And the nine are saying, uh, "The clever one is in peril." Talking about Marasov, and uh, the emissary something says like, "No, she'll be fine." Uh, they go back and forth a little, and the nine basically say, she's going to die. She's going to be begging for death by the end of this. And then the emissary says, then she will die happily knowing she was doing her job or something like that, which is interesting because we know she already left mm-hmm. to do to go fight something. Do whatever Mara does. Yeah, people are thinking it's like Savathun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, and it's weird because as you're talking, the statue of the queen looks at you oh she turns her head and she eventually I found that very creepy because it like, was I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't notice it was moving i didn't notice it was moving i looked away until and at the back end yeah. for a second and she was looking at us moving moving Jesus like Christ. clouds would move no it was, it was just her <laughs> head moving it wasn't the entire thing yeah she just when clouds just, move after they've formed a shape they mm, get she's just staring at you and then and then uh so bife made this video really well done video you guys should check it out but uh basically the nine are these they're they're a form of like dark matter they're not actual like entities or like people they're just a mass of dark matter that that are brilliant but they have no understanding of uh emotion like they don't know what regret is they just realize like if something is alive or something is dead that mm-hmm. that's that's all they can process they can't process did they get like, the annual pass Oh, sorry. That was a bad joke. <laughs> anyway. They don't know what regret is. So yeah, right. they don't know what regret is. They don't know any <laughs> of this stuff. And that was what Bife was like uh, theory crafting. And then this week, uh, the nine say something like, she's going to regret doing this by the end of it. And then the emissary comes back and says, you don't even know what regret means, which is which is like basically confirming what Bife was theory crafting. I thought I was so – that thought that was so interesting and he has another theory about the reason why the nine are doing this is because they're trying to figure out how to sustain without uh other things in the universe Mm -hmm. because they need other things in the universe to fight and to to basically to exist for them to exist and they and destin's not even listening no i'm listening and i think it's so interesting yeah yeah it's Dude, we I, hear you, Steven. I, I love the nine bounties. Mm-hmm. I want to do them all. They're cool. I have to watch Spice's video, though. I was really yeah. hoping for more cutscenes. Yeah, well, there we, are more coming. I'm guessing next week. We had a cutscene the first week, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a pretty sure. lengthy cutscene. But, man, it's so cool. Like, I honestly am very curious to wonder if this is going to lead up to something we're going to get in the D2 life cycle mm-hmm. or if this is just going to be a segue into D3 if there is ever a D3. What do you guys think? I'm I not think sure. They'll never address it again, <laughs> dude. I hope not. This is this no, is the most fascinated I've been uh, in the lore in a while. 
Shout out to CJ Gibson, leaving comments below in chat. CJ, we tried it live. I moved the camera. I set it up, and guess what? It doesn't look so bad. Check it out on video if you get a chance or at youtube.com slash fireteamchat if you're watching or listening on iTunes. And don't forget to leave a review. I really, really, really like the Zer stuff also. I love them. Yep. Um, I like that it keeps giving us these little, little lore beats, mm-hmm. and I hope they continue to develop it. I do want to see another cutscene. I think oh, yeah. I think if there's one next week, that'll be a fairly good cadence. If yeah. they wait like three more weeks, I'll I don't know. I don't think I'll be as interested at that point. You don't think so? I'm so interested. I'll like, still check it out, but like at what point do I just say, you know what? I'm not going to do these bounties dude, anymore. It's like where the hell is the prince? Mm-hmm. Like he's a guardian now. Yeah. yeah. Where is he? Is he fighting with Bungie? Is setting up for a lot of things, and See, I really like just the prince has no there. recollection or memory of his past life. So like, imagine. The queen coming up to be like, hey, I'm your sister. We have a very <laughs> creepy relationship. But yeah. <laughs> you and I are going to go fight these baddies somewhere he's in a the creepy dark. relationship? Yeah, mm. he's like in love with her in a weird way. But, man, it's so interesting. I want them to focus on that. Yeah. That's all I have for that. Let's talk about the Masterwork Core topic from last week. We're really, we're really light on conversational topics, so if you have anything you would like us to discuss, leave a comment below or type it in chat right now if you're watching live. This is our first time trying this, so if the show feels a little different, it's because we're getting our bearings. Thank you for supporting us regardless. Masterwork Cores are a mostly useless system. I don't think that it's meeting any of the design necessary needs. System. It's just creating unnecessary... Inventory usage, yeah. unnecessary farming, and their new scrapper bounties that they're introducing yep. don't solve the problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I agree. Basically, Paul Tassi, again, he writes a lot about the share world shooter space, and I really appreciate his articles. He basically said that the philosophy of Masterwork Cores actually prevents players from experimenting within the world of Destiny. And I think he hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. I'm still a garbage monster titan. I'm just throwing on whatever and getting it basically where i want because i don't have max level gear yet yeah. and i'm also after you surpass 680 mm-hmm. there's no reason for you to grind anymore there's nothing to chase like all right i got max light who cares what are you steven you haven't been playing as much because there's not a lot to do i'm like 670 ish and you're playing super so. casual super super casual mm-hmm. like very casual the most casual i've ever played in destiny this is history it's probably mm-hmm. the most casual i've been playing too yeah and yeah like, I'm, I'm at 690 but but like when I was playing super hardcore, mm-hmm. uh, I, I did realize something. When you play at that level, you have enough materials, master cores, mm-hmm. to sustain you. But when you're playing not at that level, you're not going to have that stuff to experiment, like Paul said. And here's another thing that I realized after five years of playing Destiny: once you get to that level where you have enough master cores or materials to kind of start making your loadouts and stuff by then personally for me what i I want like a pvp set out like a a setup for each subclass i have Mm -hmm. like i want i want loadouts for all of them but by the time i'm at that point next dlc is like a month away and to me it's just like yeah oh now this is going to get obsolete or there's going to be new gear that i want to chase and it doesn't feel like you ever invest into armor Mm -hmm. or or, or loadouts and now they have catch-up bounties so like with the ketchup yes. bounties, I'm like, why do I even grind this season? You're just going to give me a super easy way where I can be caught up in 20 minutes, and there's not really anything to chase. There should be a raid for the next expansion, though, there, right? I the, believe the there, is. there is. Yeah, that was part of the roadmap that the next season of Opulence will have a raid. Yeah. 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 So 
So that's that's disappointing to say the least. I, I hope they figure out a way to address that. It's just like there's nothing exciting to chase right now. If you've ever wanted to get Lunas, though, this is a really good season to do it, even if you're really, really bad. I've seen some people on Reddit saying that they're able to actually do the chase just queuing in solo and getting a few wins here and there. I, I might actually give it a shot this yeah, season. I, I wish I, – I want to be invested into the armor and the gear that you loot. I, I Like as I'm leveling, I want to load out, not – not once I get to the max level, I'll, I'll make my loadout. Then it's kind of like yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. I'm a big battle royale player. The battle royales that I that frustrate me the most is when there's not a lot of loot, and you spend a lot of time looking for your loot, and then you get into engagements. I want to land, be able to just loot very quickly, and then get into engagements. I want the battle royale experience to be about the engagements and the shooting and the combat. More so than the looting, and that's it's a weird comparison, but that's kind of what Destiny feels like. Like mm-hmm. you spend so much time trying to accumulate all this stuff, and then you start hun- to hunker down and make your loadouts, and by then it's like new DLCs in two weeks, or like yeah. I don't have the cores or the the materials to make that loadout, and, and that is a frustrating player experience to me. Yeah, there's just not a lot chase. I actually like this expansion more. I do enjoy the reckoning, but I've beaten the reckoning, mm-hmm. and they're not evolving it in any interesting way. Yeah, they just have the random modifiers. It's just that it's uh, the other issue mm-hmm. just tied to Gambit. Yeah, like if you're not a big fan of Gambit, like I'm not big on Gambit, but I have two. I full- have no like big reason to go in there unless I'm really trying to get those guns with new rolls. But yeah. Yeah, so I think they really shot themselves in the foot with the with the content only because it's all tied to Gambit. Like, if you're a Gambit fan, you're probably having a good time. But even if you're a Gambit fan, you've probably torn through the content already. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we knew it was going to be tied to Gambit. Like I didn't know it would be ago. this light. So, like, this now light. that we did everything, like, the first two weeks, and now there's just nothing until when's the next drop? Uh, well, they so have, June, they, July? They have, they have Arc Week coming up. Oh, and then there's the revelry that's coming up as well. That's do we so know we anything have, about Arc Week? So they, we have Arc was, Week. We don't, they, they said they said next week they'll tell us what Arc Week is all okay, about. Because they, that's it, free for all players. That's actually that's yeah, free for everybody. Yeah, so it's I'm not assuming part of the it's expansion. just going to be like a it's celebration on the roadmap. It's on the roadmap. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that leads me to think that it's something big or exciting. Like yeah, there's no just, solar. I think week. the biggest thing I think the biggest thing with Arc Week is that it's just going to be like, hey, Arc Week is like double damage. Or something like that the whole week. But why only arc? There's no solar. Well, I imagine that they'll Mm -hmm. they'll like they'll test it out and then they'll just announce Mm -hmm. a solar. And And then we have that one event coming up. Revelry, is that what it's called? Yeah, Yeah, it's called Revelry. It has the grandma pajamas armor. The grandma. But we don't know what that is. Like we can we've seen it. We know that we've seen the the armor, but we don't know what kind of event it's like. I think not that we know, but it's in the it's going to be in the forest. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Infinite, Infinite Forest. Forest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think they're I think they're repurposing it like they did with Haunted Forest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Festival of the Lost. Yeah, it, it's a content trip and like honestly, it feels less stressful to play Destiny now, which I, I enjoy. Like yeah. before I'd have to bang out all the content as fast as possible. Now I feel like I can take my time. It is less stressful and if by take your time you mean not play it because you really don't <laughs> you know, like yeah. like you'll hop in Fridays, check out the Zer stuff, yeah. or you'll hop into yeah. a game of of Iron Banner to check it out, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like. Besides that, there's just not a lot going on with Destiny. That's and true. then Division Two is out right now. You have a different game and a different character where you can really buff them up mm-hmm. and get those really really cool drops. And they do some really interesting stuff with loot yeah. and the world tiers. I need that. And I need that. Destiny's not doing not, not doing any. I need of that, that raid to grind for. I need right? that raid. Yeah, I need yeah. that raid. Yeah. 
I need I need challenging content to grind yeah. for. Mm-hmm. What do we do in D one? We would grind for Iron Banner. We would grind to get ready for the raids for Trials of Osiris. Mm-hmm. Um, even factions, you could do faction rep every week. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is a very interesting segue into mm-hmm. a topic we can talk about. The thing that kept me coming back to D one after mm-hmm. I exhausted all the grinding and the content was the PvP. Yeah. The PvP in D one is just different than D two. I'm not saying. D2 PvP is bad. It, it's just there's something about it that's different, and it just, like, tugs at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And that kept me coming back, helping friends and people in the community get get to the lighthouse. That community and that loop kept me coming back to the game every weekend. It's just not there anymore in D2. That that activity. It's missing that endgame activity. It's missing that endgame activity that's so addicting and that you can help other people. There's nothing really in the game now that's like that mm-hmm. and yeah. segueing to the other topic yeah i know you're going with a lot a lot of rumors about d3 not having a pvp and the, what the, the well co- you think think about where he's going with this and like who who just left bungie and yeah so i was yeah. people so i was going to talk about that john wisniewski and uh hamrick Mm-hmm. Both left Bungie recently. John Wisniewski, we've actually had on Fireteam Chat in the past. Yeah. Super nice uh, guys. Su- super nice guy. Really into metal. Rock out, dude. Yeah. He plays in a band, actually. Yeah. A metal band. We uh, wish them the best. Yeah. He said, Destiny fam, after 12 magical years, today's my last day at Bungie. Working on this incredible game. Building its, building this thing with all of you has been the experience of a lifetime. It's silly how lucky I feel to have been a part of it. Nothing but love for all of you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Hamrick also left. Similarly, uh, fond farewells from him. And it, it does suck to see longtime people in the industry. I, I wish them the best in the future. Yeah. And I hope they're going on to good things. Yeah. You know? And I want to nip this in the bud right now. People leave, like, big names from IGN leave all the time. Yeah. And the in- mm-hmm. immediate reaction is like, something's happening with IGN. Which is like, not always the case. It's not always mm-hmm. the case. There's so many things behind the scenes. People do move on in their careers. Like, they... They might have wanted to make a game. I think. I think Wisniewski said he wants to uh, try something. New. Well, he said he's saying he's going in the dark, going in dark because Until he has he, something that he's working yeah. on. Yeah, and then like, so. it is con- it is alarming when you see two senior combat uh, sandbox, sandbox design leads leave on the same mm-hmm. day. Today's their last day, and when you see that, it is alarming, especially with the rumors of uh, there being no PvP in D three, but. I don't want to jump to that conclusion yet. Um, yeah. Like, people do move on in their careers, and people leave IGN all the time. It doesn't mean our company is shutting down mm-hmm. or we're dropping a portion of the community. So it's going to be interesting to see because two senior people leaving the same department is pretty big. Yeah. Hamrick said, tomorrow marks the beginning of my last week at Bungie. I love that studio and that game more than I can ever capably describe but it's time for me to move on to something else for a while. I'm going to take a little time off, and I'll get back to making games. Yeah. Hurt you. So I don't want to speculate on if this means there's no PvP or anything. But let's say there is no PvP in D3. What do you guys think? There are rumors Oof. that it's going to be like the dark Why? zone. Why? Mm. Like the dark zone in Division. Why would, you th- Why would you take away PvP? So if we're going to just talk rumors, let's... If let's, they don't want to have to deal with, like... Let's set a few ground rules. First of all, this is absolutely a rumor. This is not true. We're going to have fun with it. We're going to run with it as though it is truth and how we would react to it. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> if it is truthful and they completely remove PvP from Destiny, yeah. I think it's a very bad decision. 
Oh, man, I'm so like back and forth on this. Like I love the PvP in D1. PvP in D2 is fine. But it's, it's just, just like okay. I would just say okay. Yeah, it's just okay. Not even. But there's always that balance issue that Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 have always fought with. You can't balance for P- you can't balance the exotics and the weapons equally for PvE and PvP. It doesn't work. Like maybe like, it's time for them to just <laughs> drop the philosophy of trying to just keep them both balanced in the same same time. Like when you need to make a balance adjustment but their for whole, PvP, yeah, it doesn't, I need, mean, to, it doesn't need to. They they already have some of those separately. Yeah, they already have some of those mm-hmm. separate they, indications. I mean, okay, so, so that is across the board. That is like an idea, but I I feel like I recall them saying they want them to be equal on both sides of the game because when you have an exotic or weapon, mm-hmm. you w- want it to feel the same way, no matter what you're doing. Uh, and that includes like perks, the handling, the damage, all that. Mm-hmm. I get that, but I mean, yeah. like, like think about like like exotics and things you would use. Like, I want I want to take it back to Thorn and Destiny One. Mythoclast, Mythoclast, <laughs> Thorn. Like, did you when you took Thorn into PVE in Destiny One? Why? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah. That means the gun was separately. Like you wouldn't. It was use last. Word it was a very different game. PVE. Like when I was when it, when you used Thorn in PVE, it felt dramatically different than if you used it in PvP. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I wouldn't agree with that sentiment in the first place. True, but I don't know. It's like I'm thinking it in a way. Wormhusk in PVE was fine. It was mm-hmm. great actually. Like if you're doing a raid and you're super low, yeah. Shade step, get your health back. But it was way too good in PvP. Mm-hmm. They neutered it. And now it's not usable in PvP it's or PvP. Yeah. And it's interesting. But with the rumors of it being like a Dark Zone kind of thing, I've always said since D1. Where are you getting these rumors? Uh, Reddit. Like, it's that. Right. It's from the one source. Get anything. It's from the one source that has been right about Mega Man? No. <laughs> Anna, Anna and the Nine? Or yeah. Uh, okay. like Anna and the Nine. Anna the Nine. He's Got been it. right about a lot of things. Um, and I would love to see kind of a dark zone thing in destiny where you like you're in a patrol obviously you wouldn't be able to three tap with a hand cannon like the time to kill would be dramatically different it would have to be it would have to be yeah you can't just be like dying yeah you can't be doing that but like you're doing these challenging pve things killing these like big bosses and minions and you're getting like exotic drops legendary drops and then people can fight you for that i think that man i feel I think like they would have to drastically change their loot system then Oh yeah, I mean they have to change a lot of things for to implement that. But yeah. I feel like if they really want to dive into that, it could be really promising. Mm-hmm. I, I know dropping PvP is a very very drastic move, but in the end, it might be if they're the, going for like a a one sandbox fits all. Might be the right. It might yeah. be the right thing for Destiny. I don't know. I don't know. And this is coming from a PvP guy. As somebody who's not a PV, as a P, not a PvP <laughs> guy, like I can't. I don't want to express like, oh yeah, I'm fine, whatever. You know, because yeah. I don't play PvP that often. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, I know that there's just a big destiny a big crowd for it. Destiny is in such a unique spot where it is a PVE and a PvP game, mm-hmm. and they've always struggled to find that balance. And if they just devote all the resources into one mode, I think, I think in the end it would be better. Call me crazy, but right now the only thing that really excites me about Destiny is the PvP, likely because it's really the, likely because it's the the mode in the game that I've explored the least. So right now, the player base is lower. A lot of people are playing Division or whatever. I'm actually doing okay in PvP. Like, I'm not, like, your skill level, mm-hmm. right? But I'm doing okay for myself. And I'm finding these new challenges, like with the power throttling and then being able to hop an Iron Banner. Yeah. I do actually wish that they would just bring back some of the, the classic modes. 
like where's elimination. trials where's elimination yeah. that's what, where's that's what, where's rift that's what kind where's, of helped keep destiny alive too during content droughts is like the thing that would shine the most is pvp mm-hmm. it's, where's crucible labs apparently non-existent <laughs> anymore it's so weird to me because in d1 i was i i've always been pve and pvp but in d1 i was heavily pvp and d2 has kind of made me lean the other way i've more invested in pve now than the pvp and that's a combination of the PvE and D2 being great and D1 PvP being better, subjectively to me, than D2 PvP. But, like, if I needed a PvP PvP fix, I could play other games. Like, Halo Infinite's going to come out. Yeah. Cause I'll play Apex, things like that. And I wouldn't mind, actually, personally, if D2 was just a super robust PvE uh, experience that I could just devote hours into like really transmogging and crafting and stuff like that i think that would be fantastic i suppose so if they went just if they leaned real hard into the rpg aspect of yeah it's not like if d2 it's not like if d3 cut pvp i'd be like oh i'm not playing d3 anymore like i love the PvE portion of yeah it's like it's still great i still play yeah Mm -hmm. can you imagine if it was that much better like quick correction i didn't say pvp is good i just said i'm having a good time playing it (laughs) because it's an uh uh Mode I haven't explored very much. Yeah, PvE yeah, is I, in a I, pretty I, good spot. PvE feels great, man. There's PVE, a lot of weapons oh, yeah. that blow enemies up real good. You got uh, Thunderlord, which still feels really nice. Warlocks are hot right now with the uh, Skull. The skull Dyer Ahamkara and the Nova. I right? wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, yeah. be opposed to really, it is, really is my final line. You wouldn't be opposed to Wouldn't it. be opposed to them dropping PvP and completely making it a PvE game as long as there are the improvements. Like, if you just cut out PvP right now and kept... D2, kind of what it is now, that's not enough. You need to really expand and, and kick ass on the PvE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see what they do. Uh, like I said, this was a pretty light episode this week. Stephen, was there any other topics that you wanted to talk about off the top of your head? can't wait until next week for the Zer. I am excited to see what happens with Zer. Brian, what about you? I'm excited to see what happens with Arc Week. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to get the reveal of whatever the revelry actually is soon as well. What if Arc Week is just all Arc damage is buffed 400%? 400 percent the my reason God. <laughs> <laughs> well see the reason why i don't think that is because yeah. there is no fun. solar or void week on the roadmap it's not yet I, that's why i say at least because uh, it's this season so so maybe well it's this season it up through specifically that, says arc week yeah i, I imagine that they're going to test it out and then like later be like all right this is when solar week is this is when void week is but we don't know we don't have those through summer yeah mm. i don't know it's like it's weird to me that it's specifically just arc week on the roadmap. Nothing else. I remember reading that and I'm just like, arc week? Like, where's Void and Solar? I wonder, if, <laughs> I wonder if, like, when they do that, if it's actually going to affect PvP, too. Like, if you just use arc stuff, that it's just stronger. Not making other things weaker, but just making those things stronger. And why arc? I don't know. It's so interesting. Yeah. Like, there's there's probably something there. We'll I, I don't think it's going to be that. Hopefully I don't think it's going to be particularly what you want. You want lore behind it rather than just Bungie saying, hey, here's Arc Week. Well, I just more want damage. something more than yeah. more damage for Arc. Like, yeah. 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 You just want something tied to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to discuss? No. no. Pretty light week this week. All right. Well, then, Bungie, please remove cores. And that's <laughs> it for this week, everybody. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.